viewer discretion is advised. For the next hour, you will be entertained, pissed off, and fall in love with two idiots that actually believe they can make a podcast. So please, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello there and welcome back to the After Hours Podcast with me, Scott. And me, Joe. And this week is the Christmas and New Year podcast. Woo! Only because this is going to be coming out on the 29th. So here it is. Is it the 29th? I'm pretty sure it's the 29th. Yeah, the 29th. I'm gonna get copyrighted. My singing is so good. <laughs> well, Joe. <laughs> Anyways, before we get in the festive spirit, um, I know I've had a lot of people comment on uh, the Facebook and the Instagram and stuff to explain why there wasn't a podcast out the other week. Um, on the 14th of December uh, Sorry the 15th The reason for it is uh, On the 14th was my birthday I did put this on TikTok but Not many people have seen it um, On the 14th of December um, With it being my birthday as well um, My mum finally lost her battle with cancer After being two and a half years Three years uh, terminal um, Unfortunately she lost her battle At half, half one in the morning um, and it was crap and to be honest I didn't feel like editing my podcast as in day before that um, my mum was semi-comatosed um, and she couldn't she was able to breathe, twitch and all the rest of it I was able to see my final goodbyes and I just didn't fancy editing or getting anything finalised and putting it out there because I just it didn't feel right to do so and I wasn't in the right headspace so that's it really um she battled very hard for so long um um our main goal was to try and see the grandchild that's going to be due in february and she, unfortunately she couldn't make it but you know what it is i'm so happy because she's not in pain anymore because the tumor was literally the size of a rugby ball and she was never comfortable she could never sit properly she could never do anything by herself so I'm so happy she's at peace, and I think that's why I'm not so upset anymore about it, because I'm so at peace with her being at peace, and I'm happy for her. Um, so just a raise glass for Mama Karina. Love you, man. Right, now we got that out of the way. Joe. <laughs> Joe's looking very down. Sorry, mate. It's Christmas! <laughs> you just blew the fuck out of that mic. Look at that shit. Oh, shit. That's you, that big ball there. Sorry, fans. <laughs> I think people should know by now, do not have us on full volume. Or headphones on. Like. Or headphones. Can I just say, I'm not close to the microphone, and Joe's like right there, but it I'm needs like, to be because his mics are so bad. Oh. Oui. Oui. <laughs> right. <laughs> First segment of the day, me and Joe got each of our Christmas presents. As always, we always do. Right. Now, Joe, even though you know what this is... <laughs> it's wrapped really lovely. Read did it. <laughs> Rewrapped it. Shock. Yeah. I was about to say, this is the first year you've actually wrapped one. Yeah, that's true. Like, really annoyed at the fact, because normally he just gives us a fucking carrier bag. Like now, Joe's it. already given us technically one present, which is um, me bottle of Bacardi. Yeah, bottle of Bacardi, sipping lightly. Now, 
Joe, I want you to open that just so you get light. Yeah, and put it on. <laughs> It'd give us a box of condoms. <laughs> Scott, what are you planning? <laughs> open the fucking present, you dick. I'm not opening! <laughs> it's a free time extra lodge. Oh, well, that's good, it'll fit. <laughs> Fat fuck. Mate, it's like silk, have you felt it? Is it better on yours? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll see if it fits. <laughs> it said three times extra large on the packet. I'm ready for a child. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be wounded if, Oh my god, no, it's that's not gonna fit. Okay, when you lose some weight, that's Scott, that's not fitness anything. Alright, when you lose weight. <laughs> That's a free time extra large. This doesn't fit. <laughs> it's three times extra large. It's literally it just too large. small though. It, it, it's small everywhere though. Like, my arms are wrapped around it. Like, I, I feel massive in it. <laughs> Thank you. I love it. You're so fat. I am fucking huge. <laughs> That's a three times extra large and that is tight on you. Oh. Okay, now oh. right. Joe's just been taking that off, and he looked like he was taking off a con. You know, when you take a condom off your dick. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it looked like. Like the fat of the fat of it just like moved out of the way. Also, I mean, somebody else came with a hook. Oh, I didn't <laughs> fucking make it. Who? Where'd you get? But do you like from? do you like the design of it? Oh, it's a great design. Like it's so, what it is. It's Vegeta's outfit that Joe's like got the whole outfit to. But it's a bad version, so it's already been a battle now, so you can wear that after sex. <sighs> um, if any women out there think that that's attractive, <laughs> don't bother. I'm taking No, there'll be <laughs> some cosplay women. Oh! oh! I just clicked! I just clicked, you just said I'm taking. <laughs> shit. Yeah, shit. I'm, Joe, Joe's feeling jolly. <laughs> Got some <laughs> <laughs> Shit, edit that out of the podcast. You can't put that in. No. I don't think Joe realised last week when he asked me to edit loads of stuff for the podcast. I didn't. Right, so um, when I lose about fucking 10 stone, I'll probably be able to fit into that. Mm -hmm. um, and shrink three inches. What do you know, by the way? Last time I weighed myself, which obviously wasn't today, it was yesterday, um, I was 20. One eleven. So you've lost like half a stone in like the past like two weeks. Yeah, pretty good. Well, you're on your way. So Joe's just got me American beer pong because me and Scott love a bit of a drink, so it gives us something to drink for instead of always playing Ring of Fire. But. I love how they go put how to play a bing yeah, yeah, yeah. in the box. <laughs> it tells you the let's begin, the shooting, the defending, and end of game. Yep, so you can play American Pierre Pong. Whoever gets to the end of the game is sober. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? We never make it out if you played so, If you played properly. And the last one is a little one for the podcast. Oh, boy! <laughs> you said you got something for the podcast. 
Like, I don't think how many people know this, but, like, this podcast it takes up, like, so much of my time. And I put <laughs> so much effort into it. And I always say the piss here, and Joe just shows up and does nothing else. But Joe just got an on-air sign that we're going to put up. It'll have to be put up in here, because this is where we do the podcast a lot of the time. Yeah, but we're, we're talking about doing it at yours again. In the balcony, so yeah. I thought, oh, we can put that just now on the wall. You press the button. Ah! Oh. You press the button, your missus knows that we're on air. Oh, this for her benefit. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that is a that's a mental laugh. It just it just says on air and it flashes red. Boy, that's amazing. A wall light. <laughs> it's like a neon. That's class, that Joe. How much that cost you a tenner? How much on? USB drive as well, so I can just plug in the laptop. <laughs> oh, that's mate, class, don't worry. That's class, that. Someone's been to um, Mankind. Mankind. Is that where you got it all from? It is, yeah. I tell, like, <laughs> you know how I can tell? doesn't say it on the bag, but I know the bag. Mm-hmm. And also, that's the only place I can really get the uh, beer pong. Yeah, I also thought, you know what, me and you, men, I'm quite kind. There you go, perfect. Did you go to Merrill Centre for it? Merrill Centre. Mate, it's not fun when you know where I went. <laughs> Sorry. I went to Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> Should've got a size bigger. Yeah. And Joe also got a bottle of Bacardi, the bottle, which uh, was my mum's favourite drink and I've been drinking recently. Yeah. And it goes down like water. Hadn't it? Joe's experiences. I've stood there and bought and went, Joe, can you get a double, a double Bacardi and Coke? A little bit of ice. And I sit there, I'm sipping away and I'm like, Joe's just like water and I just mm-hmm. end up downing the whole drink and I'm like, it just tastes like Coke or Pepsi or whatever you mix it with. Mm-hmm. While in the past, it used to taste like it used to taste like nail and polish remover and like smell like it. Now, just I wonder if I open the bottle so and smell it. So I can't smell it when it's in the Coke and that. Say it smells like faintly like mm-hmm. nail polish remover, but I can understand now how my mum used to go through like a full bottle of that and not and like be like a little bit pissed, but like just sink through it. I can see now why. I said my dad, I went, my ma just must taste pasta taste buds on me for that. Must have. Because I used to hate that drink. I could never drink it. But oh well. So hey. we're, we're happy with our presents? Yeah, we're happy. Yeah, good. We're happy. Good. We're good, aye. So, the other thing was. Yes, boy. I think on an episode, mm. we should play Biapong. Oh, right, okay. But we stick down punishments on the bottom of it. Okay. So, like, Truth or Dare sort of styled, like, we have to reveal them on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Whilst on the podcast, and we're bouncing away, trying to get the shot. Put them on TikTok. Yeah, can put it on TikTok as well. Oh, God, mate, this is going to be awful. Why did I think of this? <laughs> you know, it's like, I love laughing at my dad at the minute. So, basically, we wrapped all these all the, his Christmas presents last night, because my mum bought, like, 100 Christmas presents. Mm-hmm. And she never said whose is whose. Oh, God. So we went through them last night and said, whose was whose was whose was whose, and they we put them all in order. Yep. And a lot of them didn't make any sense. <laughs> like, those candles I said, to the best dog, ma'am, and there was three of them, but one was, like, extra big, and there was two small ones, and I went, fuck, now so these are four. We don't know many. <laughs> and I was like, was I McMillan nurse, like, one? <laughs> are you rubbing your nose against the thing? Mm-hmm. You know it's going to come through the mic, right? 
My mic's super sensitive. That's going to super annoy me. There. <laughs> <laughs> well, I texted me dad there because I said we need a Sharpie pen. And he texted us saying, we need a Sharpie pen. Ray said, I'll bring one. We've got loads. And I said, got a hundred, pick a colour. And he went, black. What the fuck do you think? <laughs> <laughs> it's the right on the present. Well, now that. God. Oh, and tonight. Oh, no. <laughs> my dad wants to go to the cinema. Cause it's something we used to do years ago, right? We used to go to the cinema on Christmas Eve. What were we going to do? <laughs> Cliff had the big red dog. Oh, God, mate. <laughs> my dad, we're going through it. And my dad went, oh, you've seen Spider-Man. Good, isn't it? Is it really good? I went, yeah, but when dad, it kind of helps with the MCU if you've seen the previous ones. Otherwise, you'll probably not understand a lot of the references. Yeah. Um, and he turned around, he went, all right. So what else is on? He went, Cliff had, and he went, Cliff had. He got so excited. <laughs> and he went, that's it, we're going to go see that. And I was like, oh, we're going to be the oldest in the room by, like, like, your kids are going to be the oldest in the room, Dad, because Keith's coming as well. It's me, Keith, Ree, and me, Dad. We're going to be the oldest kids in the room by a good 20 years. <laughs> probably, yeah. Like, Keith's going to be 20 years older than most of the kids in the room, and I probably will be as well. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm just imagining your dad showing, Come on, sons. And you two big lumps come out after them. <laughs> Dan say Clifford the big red dog. I think it's got Jack Whitehall and shit in there as well. It does, it does, yes. I just mate no. I'd rather not. <laughs> what um what stuff do you do with Christmas, Joe? Like what's your things? Um we know we play board games as a family on Christmas Eve or stuff like that. Getting more expensive than Christmas Day. Um so Christmas Day last year we played Top of the Pops. It ended in disaster, as it always does. Um, so on the night time, we came, I came back home. Um, and it was my brother, me, my dad, my mum. And we played Top of the Pops. And Slag. <coughs> That's getting cut. Definitely. Getting cut last week. You're cutting it. Getting mm. cut last week, you I'll know. I'll cut you if you don't cut it. <laughs> So we were playing, right? And it got to a point where my brother was slightly intoxicated after downing half a bottle of Jaeger. Um, and he didn't understand... Jack the, Drunk is brilliant, by the way. He didn't understand the rules of the game anymore. Okay. So he just started shouting anything and everything. <laughs> and he just ruined the entire experience. But obviously, my dad went... For fuck's sake, and just went off it with him. And it was so funny to watch. We had to put my brother to bed afterwards because he was too drunk. I can imagine. I can actually take a picture of that. I'd after. done in a bottle of rum and he did half a bottle of Jaeger and was hammered. And then he spilt hot, like a shot all over my brother's Christmas set. Oh. Oh, yes. That black Jaeger did not come out. She had to buy a new set. Oh, no. <laughs> I was definitely the favourite son that night. <laughs> Ooh, that's bad crap, that like. Oh, it certainly is. Christmas Day for me, it's we've got nothing random. I mean, the the going to the cinemas one is like from years ago when we were younger because we went to say like Harry Potter and stuff like that around like Christmas Eve. Yeah. But um, my mum's always had one rule. 
in it, I'll continue it. You're not allowed. You're allowed to have a drink Christmas Eve, but you can't get pissed. You can't be drunk on Christmas Day. You can't be drunk. So like, if I'm you hungover. wake up in the morning and you're like, "Oh, I'm too hungover," and "Mom, I don't want food yet and stuff," tough. Fuck off somewhere else. Mm. Don't bother coming here on Christmas. I remember one year, my dad and my granddad came in drunk. <laughs> my granddad Harry. Uh, my mum, my ma says they were going to town. And they came back in, at, I think it was like half twelve at night. And they were polite. I mean, years ago, I was in bed at this point. Mm-hmm. And my mom says, they came in, and my mom went mental at them. She went, I'm surprised they didn't wake up. She went absolutely bonkers at them. And then uh, the next day, my dad wasn't, was feeling rough, but because he got such a bollock, and he went, oh, he owe me dinner. Like, he's such a good lad. Mm-hmm. My granddad sat there. Open a bottle of whiskey, carried on drinking. <laughs> I've never been. I've, I've, okay, so my Christmas Eve's a bit different than most people's. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm normally sober for most of it. Yeah. Um, but I go see my granddad's grave because he died on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Which is a bit shit. The shittest part about it is they didn't take his fucking present back at the shop. Bastards. I was like, it's still in the wrapping? And like, no, it doesn't matter. Um, so, I go see him. I just sort of stay by myself. Mm-hmm. You're actually the first person I've ever talked to on Christmas Eve. I'll take it. This year, that's it. I've never done it ever before. Only for the sake of the podcast. <laughs> I either sit by myself or I'm at work and I just don't say a word to people. Yeah. Oh, yeah, if people don't know, I don't know how to explain this. It's Christmas Eve. Yeah, yeah it's Christmas Eve, bro. Yeah, <laughs> just for people I don't understand. It's Christmas Eve. Because we were meant to do this podcast yesterday, but Joe won't get his dick wet, so we left it till. Yeah, whoa, Because <laughs> we're in IKEA. Whoa, I didn't expect this to come. And Joe was like, Yo, oh, I'm no. so tired. Oh, I'm so tired. And then it wasn't. It was just to get his dick wet because he went. It was brilliant because we knew he was lying, saying <laughs> that he wanted to go home, because he went. Because we were like, should we go for some food and stuff? And we're giving options. And Joe's like, yeah, all like a bit for it. And he said, but he said he was tired. And then he turned around, he goes on his phone. Two seconds later, after I've been off his phone, sending text nah, to someone. I'm tired. He, turns around, he goes, he goes oh, I'm so tired. Oh, I want to go to bed. I don't want to go for food. I want to go to bed. I just want to go to bed. I just want to go to bed. And we're like, all right, mate. And I said, yo, and we'll just do the podcast tomorrow, bro. Don't worry. So you offered it. This, this Divi, Reese says, all right, then, if you go home. Says, I believe it. This dickhead came all the way home, took his top off, got in the bed, sent a selfie mm. to say to us, Oh, yeah. But this dickhead forgot to turn his Snapchat maps off. And all we seen was him at the person's house <laughs> on Snapchat maps. Me and Ray were sitting there wrapping presents okay. at my dad's. Okay. And all we see was you in Long Bend. And I went, Yeah, we knew that. <laughs> okay, so I'll, I'll tell you that's exactly what happened. I actually didn't come home just to take that picture. I came home to get showered and changed and all that because you don't want to be fucking stinking when you had an hour. I, th- I knew you just knew. <laughs> Obviously you just you knew. Know, you could have just told me though. Yeah, I knew. Know. I just thought it was funny how <laughs> I didn't. So, uh, yes. I may have slightly went... Is that why you bought work ranks this morning? No, I was just driving past. I was hungry. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because... Yo, my phone was I just got back in the bed to give Ray a cuddle and 
uh, my phone buzzed in trend. Oh, tell Joe to fuck off because she had a dream about you last night, like punch, trying to punch you in the head and stuff. Because she was pissed off with you for lying. So hold on, she was so pissed off with us, right? She had a dream about you okay, hitting you. That's cool. And then when and I it, rang up, be like, you rang <laughs> up, right? Do you see why I was laughing so much on the phone though when yeah. you said, "Do you want a Greg's?" Because Joe answered the phone and Joe just goes, "Oh, um, hey boy, uh, I'll be there in like ten minutes. All right, do you want a Greg's?" And all you hear from Ray is, "Yes." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, "Like I'm standing up. I'm nowhere near my phone." Sorry, I'm nowhere near here. I'm in the same room though, and all I hear is Ray go, "Yeah," and I've got to be back to her, and I start pissing myself laughing because two seconds before that she went, "Tell Joe to fuck off," because <laughs> she was so annoyed with you. <laughs> Second, you said Greg, she went, "Yeah," she was so happy with you. <laughs> Saw that out, hung up the phone on you, and I went, "So I'm guessing you heard that conversation, <laughs> Ray?" She went, "She went, yeah." She went, "It's food," and I went, "All right then, babe." I went. Before you told you want me to tell Joe fuck off, should I tell him not to bother like getting you, Greg? She went, No, 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 no. She went, It's different now, he's getting with food. That's his apology for lying. I went, You lied to me, not you. I'll make it up to you as well. I know you have. No, I will make it up to you. This, this isn't currently made up. I'll make it up to you, mate. Don't worry. I thought you knew as well. I was like, oh. No, we didn't know. Yeah. It's so just the lying of you it going. It wasn't a you lie. Go, you going. Hold on. If you said you were going to hers, which one knew you were doing. You just knew anyway. Mm-hmm. What yeah. is the problem? It's the fact you kept going. I'm tired. Nah, I just want to go home. I just want to go home. And you said like a hundred times. I like, Joe, we know what you're doing. You li- it, I, I love it. We've got the shopping chart. And you went, where shall I put it? And I went, just put it over there. And you closed the, I closed the door. And we went, you know he's going there, right? And I went, <laughs> I went oh yeah, I know. I went, Wait. she went, why isn't he just telling me? I went, because he's a fucking idiot. No. <laughs> Here's the honest truth. Here's exactly what I said to yes. <laughs> I'm tired. I want to go home and go to bed. Right? That's exactly what I said. And Ray said, yeah, not your own. And you went, no, mine. I'm going to mine first. Then I'm going to bed. I didn't say it was my bed. I just said I was going to mine and then to bed. We're not really that bothered. It's just the fact that you had a lie about it. Already knew. I didn't lie about it. It's like Boris Johnson. We all know you fucking did it, Boris. Just admit it. <laughs> no, no, we're not, we're, not, we're not diving into that one. You are Boris Johnson. And you are leaving. <laughs> um, by the way, shout out anyone that's going to that um, thing in the uh, Downing Street tonight. For the session, uh, I don't know how many people say this. I don't know if people in America know this, but basically, this guy. This guy! I'm gonna get it, I'm gonna get it up though. Um, he's brilliant. Right, so pretty much. He's called John Machini, right? Let's, he's a DJ. Let's tell them what happened last year to start. Right. Because you're, you're missing a huge I'll give, I'll give us some context. Basically. Last year, the UK was in lockdown at Christmas, right? You couldn't go... People couldn't go see their family. No one could go see... um, Did you really just... (laughs) Did you really just spit some words of grime there? Of Skepta. Right. (laughs) Basically... Oh, it's been moved to the 29th. Oh. Okay. New Year's Eve. Eve. Yeah, the 29th of December that's been moved to. So originally the event was meant to happen on the 24th. But basically, Boris Johnson last year, we were all in lockdown. People couldn't go see the families. And one of his cabinet members grasped 
to the um, to the news um, when she didn't realise the cameras were on, seeing um, that they had a Christmas party that she counted as a business meeting, but there was cheese and wine, and they definitely didn't have social distancing. This is on camera, and it got shown all across the UK on every newsstand, right? Yeah. Now, Boris is denying the fact that that happened. He says he's angry that it happened, even though he was there. There's been recent pictures from May 2020, when we're also in lockdown, and people couldn't even sit on a park bench. And it's got him in the back garden with his friends, all his work colleagues, having a garden party. So, my question is, everyone's so bothered by this, right? Yeah. And for me... What, what I love most is like when you're sitting in the bar and you ask people about it. Yeah. I always went, oh, so did, did you sit to the COVID guidelines last Christmas? If they say no, then I go, well, you've got no argument. You have no argument if you've broke, you know, guidelines. Mm-hmm. I'll be the first one to say I broke guidelines. I went and saw my granny. Mm. We brought her here, blah, blah, blah. I might have to cut that, actually, I just thought. I didn't break guidelines. <laughs> so I'm allowed to have an opinion on this. Um, so. <laughs> oh, fuck. So. I asked her the guidelines. Stay at the guidelines, great. My mum and dad didn't, but I did. Because I had to go see my grandma. She lives alone. She's uh, she's impaired. They're carers. Well, that's different, then. You're, I think you were allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. Um but the point is, you can't be like, oh, I can't believe they did that, but I had a great Christmas with my family. I brought them all round, we sat in the Yeah, house. we didn't do that, no. Yeah, you, you're not allowed to have that opinion of like, well, they had a party, and it's like, so did you. You did mm-hmm. the exact same thing. You can't judge someone for something that they did, then you did the same thing. The bit that people are pissed about is because they set the guidelines... And within, well, it's came out recently more in a couple of months. That a couple of months afterwards, they brought them themselves and then brought them even more. But if you remember when all pubs were shut and people are out work and put on furlough, the pub in the House of Commons was open for the politicians. And then it came out that that pub was still open three weeks afterwards. And it said, "Well, no, that's still a bar." So because the because the public went outraged and went, how's your bar open but ours can't be, they shut the bar. Well, apparently they did. Don't know whether they did or not. But basically, the old crackers with this Boris fucking lying and shit is this guy, shout at John Machini. He's a DJ and he started a page. Now I got invited this page when it was on 6,000 people saying that they were going to this event, yeah. which was a Christmas rave at 10 Downing Street, where Boris lives, right? Mm-hmm. On the 24th of December, right? And I've seen it as 6,000. Now, it's been put on for the 29th. I don't know when that changed, but it's 29th now. Uh, the day this podcast comes out. <laughs> Big ups. Um, and also, so shout out to anyone there, there's now 1.2 million people said they're going, which is absolute bollocks. But I reckon easy a couple of thousand are going to go. This is the Area 52 race. 51. Yeah. 52, for fuck's sake. Yeah, I know. They did a test, though, to see who would go. 
So last week, I think it was like the 16th of December or something, mm-hmm. uh, he got all the anti-vaxxers together to have a rave outside of 10 Downing Street to see how well it would go. And now 3,000 people showed up. And that was an event that wasn't put on Facebook, wasn't publicised, he just got in contact with people. Mm-hmm. This is one of the biggest things that people have been having the piss with um, since... Um, he started this campaign, right? Yeah. Like, have you seen half the memes? I've Pe- seen quite a lot of them. People have been messaging, like, Gordon Ramsay, can you make, can you get some scran? Like, I've heard there's a shindig, can you get the scran and stuff? There's ones where people have been messaging Boris, Boris Johnson, uh, saying, heard you have a little shindig at yours, um, I'll bring the sniff if you bring the baggy and all the rest of it. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, messaging Theresa May, or former, uh, former Prime Minister, saying, no, you're not on the best of terms, but really love you to go, babes. See you on the sesh one and stuff. Like People are totally absolutely pissed with this. But they'll be messaging anyone and everyone. Like People will be messaging like Deliveroo, Uber Eats, <laughs> Just Eat, saying, come on, bros, hook us up with some scran. You know all the stoners are going to get munchied and stuff. Like, it's funny as fuck. This is br- this is the br- most British thing I've ever seen in a couple of years. And it's a man who's got an Italian surname <laughs> doing the most British thing by setting up a rave on 10 down the street for Christmas and New Year. That is incredible. And I bet you he's been told they can't do it on Christmas and that's why he's moved the date to 29. I imagine we're going to be in lockdown on the 29th. Uh, but no, uh, they said the fourth of January, we're gonna go. We're gonna go into a three week lockdown. Apparently, is that confirmed? It's it's a like, apparently Boris mentioned it in the House of Commons, but he still need finalises it. I, I don't. I don't really want to go back into lockdown. <laughs> no, fuck that. I don't want to get stuck in this room again. I don't get. I don't get furlough, so we won't be able to make a podcast. Yeah, well. No. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> ah, one of them teams. <laughs> Sorry, just refilling my drink. Um, so the way we're going to do it, by the way, in case anybody's wondering, is we're going to do it over the internet called Zoom, um, at bat or off. Microsoft you know, since uh, lockdown finished and everything, Zoom stocks went massively down, and they've had to sack so many employees. I imagine so. Yeah. I think it was like eighty percent of their staff they had to get rid of because of the fact. That, I think it was like eighty or seventy percent of the staff they had to get rid of due to the fact that Zoom's not as popular because people are back in schools and back in work and stuff. Well, that should have been expected, really. Should be nice, but yeah. The only um, I've just thought, you know how you said, "Oh, we'll be back in lockdown by the 29th yeah. Scotland's going back in lockdown by the twenty seventh. See, that's what I was on about. My home nation, <laughs> my home. Yeah, twenty seventh of November. Uh, sorry, twenty seventh of December. They're going back in lockdown. And I said, "Why the fuck is it twenty seventh December? Shouldn't it just be like by the second of January?" Nah, because New Year's up there is like a fucking weeks long festival. Yeah, but if you tell people it's the 2nd January, but is Scottish people going to listen? Probably not. Yes, yes they do. People in Edinburgh will because they're posh, but Glas- Glas- can you imagine Glasgow? Yeah, watch yourself, young fucking pad one. I've been in Edinburgh loads of times. I've never met a horrible a person from Edinburgh, but I've been in Glasgow twice. And fuck me, is I hell of a sea. <laughs> I can give you a Glaswegian kiss if you want. <laughs> I'm alright. Right, so, 
think the Christmas talk is over. It's time for the best part of this thing. Well, we'll have no idea what we're going to talk about next. Pretty much. Um, it's going to be New Year's because I've got a story to tell. Go on then. But before that, I wanted to just say congratulations to the Man United team for absolutely torturing Newcastle. It's <laughs> <laughs> on the 27th. Oh, right. <laughs> Where to be fair. We lost against Leicester. We lost against Man City. We lost against Liverpool. And now we've got Man U next. We have been royally fucked in oh. the fixtures. Like Eddie Howe's given the job and he's been stitched the fuck oh, up so far. Totally stitched. Totally, mate. Um, by the way, I just want to say this. If anyone gets seen Max Mama, listen to this. I love you, bro. But against Liverpool, could you hog the ball any better? There was 18,000 times you could have took a shot when you got in the box. But you hogged on it, and you kept trying to dribble past people. And I don't know if you're trying to get goal the fucking week, but put the ball in the fucking net. You are not as good as Ben Arthur. Sort your life out. Oh! Alan, I love you. Sane's got a much better attitude. He's brilliant on Twitter. you seen him on Twitter? Mm-hmm. Oh, he rips the shit out of people on Twitter. And he's a brilliant footballer, give him that. But put the ball in the back of the net. You've been putting the striker position to do that. Joe Lynn's been pushed back because I think he's much better midfielder. Like in that calm role, in centre midfield role, than he is actual striker because he can't shoot for shit. He's a professional player. I'm sure he can. Um, he's literally mate. He's been worth because he got he got we bought him for forty million, and so far he's went four different positions. That's ten million per position. Somebody's <laughs> <laughs> not good in any of them. <laughs> He's gonna be better actually under Eddie Howe. I'll give him it. Mm. I will give him it. He has been a rock. But he's taking that. They're not booing the ball up the pitch anymore to the big man at the front, which I think we didn't need anymore. Yeah, of course not. Which I'm so happy with. So, that's the football talk. Yeah, sorry. Congrats to Man United again. I'm fucking play. Watch us beat you, and you're gonna eat your words off this. Can you imagine? Yeah, no. Ronaldo gets fucking like a six month injury and like. Has to has to retire due to fucking like I don't know like John Jojo Shelby fucking snaps his ankle. Jojo Shelby, who's that? John Joe. Is that Jojo Siwa's cousin? Yes. Or is it Jojo's magical uh, adventure? (laughs) (laughs) So, I want to tell the story of New Year's Eve when we were in the alehouse. Which one? The one with... We're like three years in a row. <laughs> the one with Latma. When oh, he was trying to... Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. sorry. I got, punched, I got punched in the back of the uh, back of the head off a woman. All because I didn't answer her because she wanted to light her off us. So, I remember that. So, we're going to talk... I want to tell the story. I remember that, mate. Yeah. So... Go on. Yes. Here's how we're going to start it off. It was a long, long time ago. A mystical land called <laughs> Long Venton. Can I just say I'm gonna let Joe carry this one away? I knew something dumb happened while I'm mad. I'm just trying to remember what it was. Okay, so, so carry on. Much, we were in the alehouse. It was Christmas Eve. You had to pay to get in. We walked in with. Now what a fucking rip. Yeah, no, like, really <laughs> you had to pay again, the regulars. Um, we walked in. It was me, you, Lamma. Who else was there? Lewis. Lewis was definitely there. Jack. Yes, he, he definitely was an Owen. Mm-hmm. Right. So, 
Go out the bar, get a bit drunk, blah, blah, blah. You... No, it was me that got pulled over because it was... And it was this lass who came over and said, Oh, I know you. You live here. Yeah. And I was like, It's a weird way to introduce yourself to somebody. I'm not answering any of your questions. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, not to know what you mean. Not any idea. Because imagine if someone walked up to you and went, You live here. You can't. Who the fuck are you? Is <laughs> <laughs> what we had to figure start a conversation of it. You know, it's nice to meet you. You live up. <laughs> so I have your own personal stalker by the sounds of it. You wish. I do not. <laughs> I don't want no stalker. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh, my name's Joe. How you doing? Blah, blah. Had a nice little conversation. So then all the boys came over while talking away with them. And that must sort of one that he quite fancied. And he's looking at that and he's like, oh, what, what do I say? What do I do? You know? He's like, I don't know how to speak to women, that was he, it. He was. And he you, was, and you pass, you try to give him advice. I went, oh, look, <laughs> right, just be yourself, go over, just try and start a conversation. Don't. Do you remember what I said? Because I've just remembered what I said. I, I just went, don't be <laughs> scared, and if everything leaves your mind, and I mean everything. Just go over and ask, can I buy you a drink? That was it. If, if all good else fails... Good advice, right? But I didn't hear this advice. I got, I, I heard the start of it, but started talking to someone. Yeah. And I realised you stopped talking a lot, man. And I turned around and went, don't listen to Joey's a virgin. <laughs> he doesn't know how to pull women. <laughs> and Lama went, what? Like, who do I listen to then? I went, I don't know. Do what the fuck you want to do, mate. See if it works. <laughs> so he took your advice on, though. Yes, he did. So he walks over, taps her on the shoulder. Can I buy you a drink? I was like, for fuck's sake, he lost every bit of confidence. He listened to all <laughs> he the... shit himself. He lost everything and he's got the last line. And she, of course, you know. Yeah, don't do that. If you go up to a woman in a bar thing, don't just go, can I buy you a drink? Because <laughs> nine times out of ten, they're go, why are you going to spike it? They are what's, now. Wrong, what's wrong with you? Like, why... Like, it depends how you see it as well. If you're like, hey, uh, uh, nice meeting you. Can I, can I get you a drink? That's different to tapping on the shoulder. Can I get you a drink? <laughs> but if you, you know, Are you on coke? <laughs> if you walk over... And go, I got rickets! <laughs> if you walk over, like, put a TP and start, Baby girl, what's your name? <laughs> Let me talk to you. Let me buy you a drink. Hold on. I got one for that segment. By the way, I have totally used that before. Um, hold on, hold on. Right, so that's not the actual song, that's the version... Show that guy that looks like your cousin. <laughs> Could be your cousin. He does, doesn't he? <laughs> you know what, it's really, really annoying. Like, I saw that video. It's a guy, obviously, just, like, singing T-Pains. Uh -huh. But that version of that song is... Not um, just, like, just sing, though. He sings to a oh, room full of women. Like, probably serenading these women. And I'm like, oh, a man after my own heart. Mm. Um, <laughs> I've done it before. I can't fucking lie. Yeah, carry on, though. So yes, he goes over, does the can I buy you a drink line, she says yes, and our friends go, 
are you stupid? Why would he want you to go to the bar with him and buy a drink? He did that so he could get her away from them, so he could talk to them. Yeah. Right. Makes sense. He got it. He got a bit of it. But the bit that she went, eh, afterwards, and he just got left to go to the bar by himself to buy her a drink. So that was an awful, awful experience. Mm-hmm. And I feel for him. So congratulations now for getting a girlfriend. Yeah, well done, Matt. Well done. Yeah. You've seen her yeah before anyone found out, though. <laughs> yeah, well, we're in lockdown. You know. um, yeah, okay, that's the excuse. <laughs> but it was also a very good night for Latma. Because it was Latma's first kiss. <laughs> yes, you remember! <laughs> It's the same person that punched me in the back of the head for a lighter. The same exact person punched me in the back of the head for a fucking lighter. I was in the middle of a conversation with my friend's parents. And she just walked up behind her and said, can I have a lighter? I went, no. And what was it she said? Lick me tongue. And I went, I'd rather lick granite. And she punches in the back of the head. Fuck me. I remember this now. Yes. I remember who it is and everything, yeah. So... Obviously, New Year's, you get your New Year's. You kiss somebody on New Year's, right? So, I kissed Scott. <laughs> yeah. No, you got jealous of him, remember? Yes, me yes, Lu- no, no, no. I me know, and I Lewis know. kissed. I know. Me and Lewis kissed is a so joke. That, that's why I said I and kissed then, you. And, I, and you went to me and went, you just like looked at me and I went, come here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me a kiss and then you kiss Lewis to make it fair. Yeah, yeah. Three way. <laughs> I was probably like, you fucking bastards. I felt like a right pimp. <laughs> <laughs> I swear we might be kidding. Bear in mind, at the same time, like, I give you a kiss and give Lewis a kiss. I was also consoling a young lass who had just split up with our boyfriend that day. And I was trying to make sure she was okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, she was crying on the countdown and everything. I was like, it's all right, don't worry. Like, she's like my little sister, though, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, do you remember what I'm talking about? Yep. She's like me little sister. I wasn't trying to get with her anything like that. She's like me little sister. And I was just like, it's all right, man. It's all right. I'll just kill him later. Don't worry. And like, I was just consoling her. And there's you going. No, there was Lewis. He tapped us on the shoulder. I went, mate, I need to kiss someone. I went, just grabbed his face and kissed him. And I looked at your face and you looked shocked. And you were like, what the fuck? And I went, well, come here then. I why not? And then Lewis went, I'll let then. It's funny though. And, yeah, he put a manhandle to the front correctly. Yeah, he yeah. grabbed he, he was like fucking... you know when like you know in the movies where they grab someone by the collar and they try to like threaten them. He yeah. did that to you. Yeah, he pulls his own. Oh. <laughs> he fair, he's probably the same size as you yeah, as well. No, he... <laughs> he just grabbed you. I remember he wrinkled round your top, pulled you forward, kissed you, and then pushed you back and went. Love you, Joe. <laughs> I'd never felt so fucking like weak in my life. I was like, what the fuck? It was funny because I just turned around and went, oh, sorry about that. Oh, it'll be Harry, you know. It'll be Harry, you'll live. Thankfully, they're back together and everything new. So. Yeah, tired. But that was first kiss that night. Oh, my God. When, so oh, cool. when I seen that, I could have cried. Because obviously he, it happened and his face. Can I explain this woman? I'm not going to say her name. Yeah, it's probably the best. But she was a smackhead for one. <laughs> right? She was a cokehead. Definitely. She, she was just horrible. She was ugly as fuck. Um, 
Oh, she had beautiful. three kids. That doesn't matter. Uh, early 40s, I think. Late 30s, early that, 40s. That, that kind of matters. <laughs> but I remember, like, there was nothing good about this woman. She'd only ever been with arseholes in her life and all the rest of it. And it was nice to see the nicest person she's probably ever kissed in her life was Lama. Yeah. <laughs> and the only one who I think she's probably kissed that doesn't know what coke smells like. <laughs> like, <laughs> the only one. Who doesn't know what coke smells like, honestly? Or what meth tastes like? <laughs> He's probably the only one. Shower lot, man. Sorry, mate. Don't make your girlfriend listen to this, because she'll probably never kiss you again if you had to show her a picture of who you kissed. Or what she smells like. Oh. Oh, my God. Fuck's <laughs> sake. Best New Year's story ever. Yeah, I remember. Oh, no! No! I can do mine from two years ago. Marvin. Me. You zip. Not me zip. We cut. That happened on New Year's Eve. I can't remember. You were there. <laughs> That's probably why I don't remember. Was it two years or three years ago? Okay, so. I was wearing, like, how long I've been with Ray. That's how I work it out. When it comes to like certain New Year's. I'm not sure. I don't remember. Um, I had my first New Year before me made her first year. Which is quite normal actually. Couldn't tell you. So. Here's what happened. And I hope. Particular people don't hear this. Mom. Dad. <laughs> Jack knows about it to a ton. So. I'd be disappointed if he didn't. Of course he does. He picked us up. So. I was in town one night. Well one New Year's. With my friend. Oh, show me, brother. He finally got a double bed after three weeks of sleeping on the city. <laughs> well done, Keith. Yes, <laughs> Keith. Well He's been Keith. skipping on his own city in his flash for three weeks. <laughs> Fucking idiot. So, Sorry. <laughs> New Year's Eve, a little while ago. Um, I was out in town with Harper, with Sharpie, with Lantma. He seems to be a constant thing in these stories. Yeah. Kind of happens when you hang around with someone, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, we... Well, I don't hang around with you anymore. Oh, yes, I remember this story. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah oh, when you said, like, man, town, that's... that's yeah, yeah so okay. We were in town. Mm-hmm. And we were in a little nightclub called Rise. No one believed you for the longest time, by the way. Until you actually showed... Showed, yeah, no, no, no. Until you showed were. That's when we believed you. Yeah. So, what happened was... Them, them lot were, like, dancing away. So, Harper and Dan danced away. Glamour went and pulled his little girl, took her home and that, right? Fair play. Oh, I'm fucking out and him, he'd help me. You don't see a little girl. <laughs> she was quite short. <laughs> midget? Do you prefer midget? <laughs> um, so, this lass comes up to us and starts dancing away, necking on and that. Oh, fucking, this is kind of good, this. So she takes us outside. I said, like, oh, right, you know, where, where's this guy, mate? We're going to an alleyway. <laughs> and she starts pulling and doing my pants and puts me cock in her mouth and starts going to town on it and I'm like oh this is fucking amazing this is the life <laughs> XYZ and then right before and hang she decides to bite the end of me fucking cock <laughs> with so much force right and I'm in fucking agony 
I have never felt pain like it. I'm seriously to this day. Yeah, you've, you've always said. There is nothing quite like getting the end of your cockpit. And like all friends do, all of us took the piss. Hold on, none of believed us at first. Yeah, but we took so, the piss out of it still. What happened is that happened, and then I'm checking me fucking pockets and that. I was like, oh, I've still got my wallet, I've still got my phone, got my keys. I then check my wallet. This bitch nicked fucking 10 quid off us. <laughs> I knew you got robbed, yeah, she robbed you as well. She fucking robbed us and bit me cock. <laughs> Do you know how hurt I was? Somehow she was able to suck dick. And pinch money out of your wallet at the same time. That is a skill. It is a skill, right? I've got to shower that loss. Yeah, like fair play to you. But no one believed you until one day you got really drunk and went, that's it, because we're taking the piss out of them for it. And the, went, you know, like, we know you're happen. lying. We know you're Bollocks. lying. I was just like, fuck and, this, and, fuck yous. And he just whipped his dick out, right? Let's see all the... little what's it, right? And we're just seeing like the crunch mark on it. Mm-hmm. So she's cut it, right? And it's got seven cuts. By the way, this is like two weeks later. Mm-hmm. And you you still had the marks. Mate, it didn't heal for like eight months. Yeah, I know. There was a lot of damage there. Yes. So here's my thing, right? If that girl had went to a clinic, it was a time for a taxi home. Yeah. There you go. You fucking died. You didn't have to bite I think she coke. wants a tenner for a taxi. It'd be for the coke, man. It's probably why she, fucking... she was probably on cowies. That's why she bit your dick. She probably didn't even mean it. Oh, man. After she bit your dick, did she run away? Yes! <laughs> she bit me dick and ran! <laughs> she must have finally got the ten out of me fucking wallet and went, tool it. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> so, obviously, I'm in a part of town that I don't know very well. I ring my brother up, go and look. <laughs> Something's happened. I'm by myself. I've been sort of coerced in this alleyway. Coerced? You went there voluntarily. <laughs> no, I was coerced into it. <laughs> so, I was like, right, I need a pick up. He goes, are you joking? I was like, mate, my, my dick is bleeding. I need a fucking pick up. He said, all right, no problem. Comes, picks us up, takes us home. I get into bed with fucking a bandage on me knob. Right. I give to you the worst New Year's ever. Can I just say, what's worse? My banjo story or that? Oh. If anyone doesn't know, I said I've explained this on previous podcasts. Um, I was I was having sex, I slipped on silk sheets, and I hit me dick off the rear and I snapped me banjo, basically, right? And it was pissing the blood. What's worse? Me snap me dick off a radiator. Or you getting your bit, your dick bit, and getting robbed at the same time. That's right. Here's the thing. Right? I think you probably felt more pain. Here's my thing, right? Like mine hurt, yeah. So yours did as well. Mine was numb, right? But I lost a tenner. You showed your mum your cock. But I don't mind showing yeah. mum your cock, while you might lose a tenner. Because you you were a pain yeah. you were pain at the time and that's like a week's wage for you because <laughs> you got robbed that much of work and work <laughs> for the hours you were due. That. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, I, you know what? I, I'm gonna. You know what? Mine because it caused a lot more damage later on. Like your banjo, like I think mine was like 
two months without doing anything. Yeah, like mine was eight. And then slowly getting back in the swing of things, so by about four months I was back in action. Me, I couldn't fucking jerk off for eight months. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, I'm, I'm I must be a killer for you as a single lad. Mate, it was fucking awful. <laughs> like I know it hurt me, but I was in a relationship, so like for you. Also, if I pull hard enough, I can re-snap them all. Fuck. Yeah, I did that a little bit on. Okay, did you go to hospital for it? Because that was your big thing with me to snap me banjo. You went, oh, you didn't go to hospital for it. Did you go to hospital for yours? I went to the doctor's the next day. No. Well, when they opened. You guys did? When they opened. Oh, right, I was about to say. So, like a couple of days later. Yeah. And I was like, what can I do about this? Because like, you're not going to get in a hospital for something like that. No. It wasn't like constant blood. So yeah, yeah. If it was, you would have been straining. Oh, fucking right, would I? <laughs> I'd be like, right, I want a female nurse doing there. <laughs> And they all looked at us fucking dodgy like, what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> right. I don't have any um, good, probably New Year's story. Um, none of mine are really that interesting. I've never really been any stupid retarded parties or anything like that. Um, yeah, I've never done anything. I don't think I'll get anything like that unless like me and Ray do something dumb. So. But she doesn't like New Year's anyway. Hmm. She doesn't like New Year's anyway. No. Go right. Go on for you. Nos. Yeah. Um. Need you. Want to see your reaction off some of these? Are you ready? Oh no. Mike Tyson used to kill sparring partners quickly so you could go home and watch Tom and Jerry. That mm. is the best thing I've ever read in my life. If that's true. I hope that's true. I hope it's true because it makes us love Mike Tyson so much more. Oh, here it is. More information. Former bodyguard, um, Rudy, Rudy Gonzalez, revealed he said he would knock out five guys all out within the hour so there was nobody left to spar. Anyone who was there uh, were there to take him on. He would hit them and they'd snap. Soon after, they would pack their bags. So one day I asked, Boss, I'm confused. Isn't it about working on techniques? The reason of sparring. He replied, If it keeps going, we will miss Tom and Jerry cartoons. <laughs> I love that man. I love him so much. Mike Tyson says that um, he loves cartoons and is even making his own Mike Tyson Mysteries series. <sighs> Which is going to be like his own cartoon series. I hope it looks like the older version. Like, you know, like old Scooby-Doo instead of the newer shit. Because yeah. the newer ones are crap. Oh, like, kids these days are experiencing, like, gender fluid Bob the Builder. Like, fuck um, off. We'll leave this alone. We're going to leave that one alone, Scott, in case you get cancelled. Yeah. I've got a cute video of a panda just sitting in the swim pool. Just legs. swinging his feet. Yeah. I love it. It's so cute. Um... Going fun football fact for you. Ooh. Rio uh, Valenco. What? Rio Val- Valenco, the team. Yeah. It's been. Yeah. Have the best home record in Europe's top five leagues. Unbeaten. So far this season. Fucking They hell. have claimed 25 points out of a possible 27 and have a better goal difference than PSG. Fuck me. But they're not even first in their league. Yeah, they're not even good. Mate, that is called building a fortress. It's them, then PSG, then Bayern, then Dortmund, then Man City, then Sevilla, then Arsenal, then Liverpool, then Real Madrid, then Inter. 
And look at that. My United nowhere near the top. <laughs> um, Dusan Tadic brought the world record for the most assists in a single calendar year with 37, being Messi's 36 from 2011. Why is no one talking about it? Well, we are! <laughs> nobody really cares for assists. I've, I've discovered this. But like 37, that's in a calendar year, that's not... That's not that impressive. It didn't... Like, if it said 50, I'd be like, hmm. Yeah, one a week. Maybe maybe even close to the 60s, like, I'm like, but, fuck me, but 37, that doesn't sound like a lot. And the other thing is, he also plays... you got to think about how many games is in calendar year as well. He also plays in the Dutch League. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. If I um, Joe, you're gonna, you're gonna have to, you need to take, put your hat on and then take it off. So do you wanna get your seconds, hat? Two yeah, I don't suit hats, otherwise I do it. Um, take hats your off. hats off. Hats off. To the Dragon Ball Z narrator and voice actor, Joji Yanamami. I probably butchered that. He's passed away at the age of 90. Um, he was a narrator and a voice actor on the face of Dragon Ball Z. Ten second silence because this is a podcast. All good. Shout out that guy. You should have said it was a Dragon Ball one. I would have got a fucking... <laughs> put the hoodie on and everything. <laughs> it wouldn't have fit you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Um, yeah, one for you. I love this. German man slipped and fell while working from home. In court agreed he's entitled to work as compensation. Who's he getting it off? The government. German government. Shut up, man. So what happened is he's working He's working from home, which a lot of people have been doing during lockdown. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. And to go down his office, he's got to go down a spiral stairwell in his, in his, in his house. He's went down that, slipped, broke his back. So then he couldn't work, but it's his house, so it's his fault. And he's working against like a work as compensation because he's working from home. And the uh, the courts awarded him money. You gotta love the world. <laughs> the world's really fucking man. weird, man. Gotta love that. Um, North Korea. It's oh. just a random bunch of shit that's on my phone. Just get rid of it, like for the past like two weeks. North Korea banned from laughing for eleven days. To mark the 10th anniversary of Kim Jong Il's death. Um, you can't laugh. What? <laughs> During the morning period, you're not allowed to drink alcohol, laugh, or enge- um, engage in any leisure activities. During the 10 days, any people being seen laughing, smiling, or joking will be sentenced to prison. Um, you must constantly be in a sad or depressed mood. For ten days. But what? That was on the sixteenth of December. So they're still, they're still going. Visible. They're still going. Dude, They've got another. What is it? Like four days? Four days of this shit. That was the sixteenth of December. They've got another four days of this shit. Well, no. At least if they listen to this podcast, they won't laugh. They won't understand Ooh. it. Mate, did you hear what I'm when, when the fuck I was, like, came, got a USB stick of a, 
What's that fucking famous thing on Netflix with the Koreans? Um, Squid Game. That's it. I knew that was coming. Someone got it on USB. The guy that brought it into the country and showed everyone got sentenced to death. Anyone that watched it got five years of hard prison labour for watching it. And that included even an episode of the full season. I've never seen it. Part of the 1% Club. Yeah, we've never seen it Fuck we're not that. going to talk about it because we don't know what's on it so when people are there scratching fucking cookies and biscuits I've got a clue what you're doing you're no, just weird you're just weird okay right I think you're going to like this one Arsenal list of captains from 2007 oh this is going to be fun it's going to be laughable this it's really an interesting read are you ready yeah yeah William Gallas oh join Tottenham yeah. What a brilliant one to start on. Seth Fabregas. Join Chelsea. Join Barcelona. And then Chelsea. Yeah. Robin Van Persie. Yes! Join Man United. <laughs> Thomas Vermeulen. Join Barcelona. Yep. Was also injured for a bit of his time oh. with Arsenal. Michael Arteta. Injured for a lot of his time. Went to City. To went to City, become assistant manager under Pep, to then come back as manager. And yeah. actually, funny enough, has won the worst stats of any Arsenal manager. And that includes their whole history. I, just, I still don't think he's bad by any means. Yeah, but like in the stats of all Arsenal managers combined, yeah, but, he's one of the worst. But he's got a shit team. He's been there long enough to change it. No, he's not getting the funding, man. You can tell. Uh, Pers- <laughs> per uh, That's it. I couldn't say his words there. Um, <laughs> couldn't say his name, not words. Fuck off! I've been drinking rum. Um, Mersaka. One glass. I've had. I've had three. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking quadruples as well. <laughs> you know, you just stop caring about how much goes in your glass. Yeah. Just you stop. Off. You stop getting the taste. You should be happy on a Bacardi, Joe. Um. Oh, I don't even know what's going to do. became uh, academy manager, but yeah, again, he was fucking injured for a lot of it. He had the worst pace on FIFA for the very longest time. Oh, I, I think it was like 30, 30, 34, something like that pace. I think it ended at 27. Yeah. Koscielny went on strike, then left. He's at uh, Bordeaux now. Xhaka, armband stripped. Yeah, dude. Abamyang, armband stripped. So this is the way it goes. Join Tottenham, join Barcelona, join Manu, join Barcelona, became manager somewhere else to become manager back at Arsenal. Became academy manager, went on strike, armband stripped, armband stripped, and now it looks like it's going to be Lacazette. They haven't had a good look with that, have they? Um, I assume that maybe Ozil might be in that list, but apparently there's not. No, no. He just never got there. I think Ozil's one of the best creative midfielders of all time. Mm-hmm. And he never gets the love that he deserves. Yeah. He has one for you. As a barman. Weiris gets fired after refusing to split a four grand tip with co-workers. I mean... She got $4,400 in a tip. As a as a Jew of kindness, and she never split with anyone, so they sacked her. I mean, it depends, right? 
You don't know what situation shit is like. No, no, here's my thing, right? If you've just served them all night, right, and that was your work that you put in, you fucking... It's been there three and a half years. I'm going to be honest, if someone handed me four Gs, I ain't handing it to nobody. Me and Reese said the exact same thing. Mm. Me and Reese said the exact same thing. Mate, if someone walks up to me and I like, would probably that, I'd be like... If, if, the, if the management shit don't know, I'd probably pass on maybe a fiver each. <laughs> maybe a fiver. Yeah, I'd probably give a little. I wouldn't. Depends how well you like them. So if I worked with you, I'd... You're my homie, I'd give you... Yeah. I'd give you a couple of hundred quid if I got four grand. Yeah, man, if my homie calls. But, like, currently, but, but I'm like, fucking splitting four grand with you. No one who I work with. No one in a million fucking years. Hell no. Nah. When I used to work with you, I would have I split it. I'm not just saying that. If it was me, you and me on the bar, yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. They fired me over the phone as well. Oh, no, you cowards. You fucking cowards. Fired me from oven and tap over the phone, and I've been there three and a half years... And that's really heartbreaking. Especially because I didn't think I did anything wrong. Realistically, she hasn't. She hasn't? In no, no workplace in the world has a policy that you have to split your tips. No, we don't. The only time you do realistically is all at Christmas when you make a big pot. Yeah. Like we've good. done. So my last shift before Christmas was yesterday. Yeah. And we split our tips. And there's only the four were. <laughs> so I got 52 quid. All good together. Money, good money. That is good tips. And we went, I think I like you working there, Christmas time. <laughs> but yeah, again, I work in a golf club as well, so like, there's a lot of people who are like, they've got money. Yeah, um, I th- we, we're splitting ours, but they're talking about splitting ours on Christmas Day, which I don't understand because we're going to get more tips on Christmas Day. Well, do you remember when the tips all got split a couple of years ago? And me and you walked away with like 20 quid or something, not even that. Yeah, but like, wasn't that based on the hours? Yeah. Yeah. But somehow, a couple of the other ones who only work weekends somehow got just short of what we got. Yeah. And me and you worked a shit ton of hours over Christmas. So, my thing is, this year we're not doing that. What we're doing is we're splitting it as is. Yeah, yeah. But it kind of fucks it because like, I remember saying, I, I said it yesterday. Because young Ellie only works on the weekends. And uh, I said, oh, usually where I work, they did it, sometimes they did it based off hours. Yeah. But sometimes you can work as many hours as you want, but you get tipped nothing. But then you got someone that comes in on the weekend gets tips a shit done. Hmm. Having a lot when I was at the poachers, the youngins, the lasses, got tipped loads. Because they were lasses. And I got tipped next to fuck all. Because you're a misery. Well, I had the poachers, I had a lot of fun. But, like... I don't agree with the hours one, so I don't mind splitting even, because Ellie even turned around and went, I began fuck all, I went, yeah, you may as well just give the pot of me and then. <laughs> like, if that's the case, yeah. you might do my hours. Ellie would have got, like, three quid. <laughs> so we would have got, like, 80 quid. I don't agree with, like, if you're doing a shift a week, just one mm-hmm. or two, you all, you shouldn't be entitled to that money. You haven't worked as hard as us. But you don't know whether that shift, like, say if it's on a Saturday... They make a shit ton tips because it happened for us. Like, we had uh, Saturday and Sunday, two separate lasses. Worked mm-hmm. one work a Saturday, one work a Sunday. The lass on the Sunday were made hella tips mm-hmm. because of our service. The lass on the Saturday barely grafted and need one of our tipped out. Right. But we still split the tips evenly. 
Right. My thing is, though... And my mum's got this theory as well. Management shouldn't take tips. They get salary paid. They earn more than the salary rest of the staff. Shouldn't. They earn more than the rest of the staff. They should not get tips. In your defence, being team leader, yes, because you're still an hourly. Yeah. You're not salary. Yeah, salary, don't take tips. I your manager, you. your assistant manager should not get tips. Should not take them. That is for the staff, because mm-hmm. they're on hourly pay, and the management decide the hours. Mm-hmm. And it's not their fault if they don't work. Yeah. It's management's decision. That's always been my mom's theory, so when she became a manager anyway, that was her theory, and that's what she took to it, and I fully agree with it. I do. I think that's fair. Um... I think that's how you should do it. Yeah, 100%. You're making way more than us anyway. Mm-hmm. You're guaranteed your money. We're not. Yeah. There's no guarantees. Got another one for you. Japanese billionaire, Yukasu Mizawa. So fucking, sorry for butchering these names. I'm not fucking Asian. Has launched a space. Has launched a space to find out what happens when you try to play Pokemon Go in space. What? He's taking a twelve-day journey, which would that start on the that start on the nineteenth uh, of December. So you'll be in space now. The twelve-day journey will take place on the International Space Station, and will attempt to answer life's greatest mysteries. Do you move forward? Oh, <laughs> do you move forward when you fart in space? Mm. And what happens when you play Pokemon Go in space? Which is something we've all thought about, apparently. Do you know, like, have you ever heard the term waste of time? I think that might be the greatest waste of time ever. The other one for you. The cost of the trip is unclear, as the price tag has been kept a secret. Although previous customers that have went to space, like say with Elon Musk and stuff, have paid anywhere between 20 million to 40 million just to fly into space and back down again within a day. So a 12-day trip... That's a lot of money. I'd expect nothing less from it except from a shiny Mewtwo. <laughs> and yeah, again, I, I know you're not much of a Pokemon fan, but my Pokemon fans will get this. The only person she catch in space is either Deoxys or fucking Rayquaza. That is it. <laughs> Deoxys is from space, and Rayquaza can enter the space atmosphere. That is it. <laughs> no one else. Sorry if you don't understand that shit, Joe. That's cool. Uh, Dr. Dre celebrated his divorce in the brilliant best way possible. Oh. He uh, got divorced that um, to his wife after so many years. And he got balloons that says divorced is uh, in an earth below it. With him sitting in a chair right in front of it. I'd say it's divorced as fuck, basically. Oh, <laughs> <Dre>. <laughs> What were you thinking, man? And everyone just keeps saying congratulations to him. Right, Joe, fun one for you. New Zealand is banning cigarettes for anyone born after 2008. I don't like this idea. And me and Joe have already discussed this, which kind of ruined it. Um, but, we discussed it last week. But I give you the scenario of Joe's born in 1998, I'm born in 1997, but we're in the same year in school. That means I'd be like, let's say it was 998, anyone born from January 1st, 998 onwards can't smoke, right? Yeah. I can smoke, you can't. And we're the exact same year, but I'm six months older than you. Yeah, bullshit. I'd be fucking raging. 
If you are born on January 1st, you can't but smoke. I do kind of get the 2008 thing. Because you've never smoked. How, old, should... how old would it be? 2008, you'd be 13. 12. Somebody 12. smoked. 11, 11. You've got a lot of kids that start smoking at like 11, 12. Right, you're starting. Very rarely, but it does yeah. happen. Well, you haven't. No, I get the addiction. Yeah. Like, you're not out on towns puffing away. Yeah. Also, on the on the top of the smoke, and there is some good news on it. Oh. Eight weeks I've went without a cigarette. Well Eight. Well done. well done. I don't know how I've went this long, because normally I would have cracked by now. Because you've been on sex. I don't think it's that. What do you mean it is? The determination. Yes. Free will. The power, the drive. It's about drive. It's, it's about, about power. power. We stay hungry, we devour. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone that gets a reference, show it to you. Yep. <laughs> um, oh, I also want to point out, Scott is a shitty barman. Oh, yeah. I've been empty for <laughs> 10 minutes. He hasn't said fucking If you don't ask for a drink of the boy, you're not going to get fucking served, are you? If I saw play with me glasses, you should know. I didn't see Good you barman should know. I didn't see you play with your glasses. And plus, I'm a fucking working bitch. Oh. Fucking, no, I'm fuck that. You can't give us that much. <laughs> what do you want more? I need to be somewhat fucking capable to do shit to do. Oh shit. That'll do, that'll do. It's not fair, same you had rum on your floor, Joe. <laughs> no, it rhymes with rum. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's a lyricist. <laughs> Should have another bottle of coke. <laughs> I got Pepsi downstairs. Oh, that's alright Um Drake. The man. The gay. Is facing a $4 billion lawsuit from a woman who broke into his home. How <laughs> Drake is being sued by a woman who reportedly trespassed in his property. The woman was caught trespassing on Drake's property, but Drake didn't press any charges because allegedly felt as if the woman well, had personal issues despite stolen the woman Stolen the woman out. She's reportedly sued the rapper for four billion dollars. Drake's legal team responded to the lawsuit, asking for the entire lawsuit to be dropped. And Drake personally filed a declaration of the matter, saying in April two thousand and seventeen, this is a while ago, somebody broke into my Los Angeles home when I was not there at the time of the incident. I was not told any details about the trespasser, including her name. So basically, it's Drake's home, but his because Drake's got a fucking huge team. He's gonna have loads of people working for him. Yeah. They filed. They've. This woman's filed a lawsuit saying I broke into your home, and basically I've been thrown off your property. Yeah. So she's filing a lawsuit, and she, she knows Drake's worth fucking a lot of money. So she's trying to sue him for four billion because she entered his house. Motherfucker, if you come in my house, you're dead. <laughs> But apparently Drake's saying he wasn't there, so... No, like, seriously. No, if, like, especially in America. Yeah. If you enter someone's house and they have a gun, and they shoot Depends you, on the state. I know. I'm uh, Fucking... Let us finish the fucking sentence, Gaylord. Yeah, sorry. And I shoot you, that's your fault. Yeah, yeah. Right? And in some states, they agree with me. Some of them don't. I would love that here. In the sense of, you've came into my house, you best be prepared to die. Yeah. 
Because then not many people are going to be praying into your house, are they? True. If I come at you with a bat and I hit you and kill you, you're dead. That's it. I didn't get out. Right. I got a brilliant one for you, Joe. I'm gonna play this TikTok. Shout out to this guy, Michael uh, Michael Aldag. Aldag. Names the deer. Is that, is that the problem? Yeah. Are you ready for this? I want to have a place with the mic. Try and say quiet what. He was doing this thing where like I start a world war and try to like get rid of a whole race of people. I don't lad, why not? Effort that, just get an Xbox. No. Okay. Hey, I'm thinking of doing this. <laughs> the quote is if Hitler went to a UK school. And basically, if I didn't play through the mic, care what it is. <laughs> if Hitler went to school, it was basically him scouts going, I want to make a world war and just get rid of a culture full of people like the Jews and the gypsies and all the rest of it. And the kid goes, no, that's F for that lad. Just get an Xbox. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay. Not wrong, mate. Oh, there. Cool. So, yeah, I found that fucking video so it's because it was just like it's true yeah, yeah if someone came in your mind Joe like I'm thinking about killing like hundreds of millions of people just to make sure this shit's right you'd be like fucking shut up will you it's just such a British thing to do isn't it what what is wrong with you man that's so much effort I got two <laughs> I got two last things for you ready Ooh. I got two last things for you one Snails. Oh, we've done this. No, man. Snails are so slow, right? They're one of the slowest creatures around. And why is it always... Shit, it's a snail. Instead of... Oh, there's a snail. Because who the fuck looks for snails? I know, but like... A frog, I'm always like... Oh, there's a frog. No. Oh, shit, a frog. i never done that. You don't do that? Because snails are small, right? Yeah, so frogs though. Frogs are kind of small. Yeah, but frogs are a different colour to the fucking ground that they normally sat on. Normally. Not much though. Not, not much, but the snail's grey and you see them on paths well, like, that are grey. How many snails you rain, stood on? That's grey. How many snails you stood on? I don't want to answer that. I've stood on a lot. I haven't stood on a lot. Apparently if you stand on a snail you're going to hell, so... I'm under ten. Um, miles above that. It's not on purpose, it's just true to walking down the street and stand on a snail like it happens. All I know they come out a lot more in the rain because it's easier for them to move and stuff. But I do it even less now. Just, now just, just, yeah, just think about it. Like, they're just, they come from nowhere, Joe. And I think that's why the, why the hypothetical question comes, if a snail's after you, because it's like, like, yeah, yeah, Billion pounds if it's if but yeah, snails but are always you, after you. You also gotta remember, right? Anywhere it rains and it, the, the snails start coming out there, you be like, oh shit, oh shit, oh fuck, 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 fuck. I just thought, wouldn't you just move to like a desert country? Like Abu Dhabi. Snails. <laughs> oh yeah, so wouldn't you just move to like Abu Dhabi? Because like, snails can't really move much in the desert, I imagine. See, see, my problem is with it, right? What happens with a snail? Okay, tell me and Joe about a drink at this point. <laughs> he realised. What happens if like the snail gets on an aeroplane and then just like jumps off it? 
He's indestructible, so... Yeah, so he just moves it like a fucking... But if he lands on sand, won't he sink in the sand so he just lands flat Yeah, but what if he lands on you? I'd be like concrete though, wouldn't it, so... What if he lands on you? Dead. Done. Every time a plane goes overhead, you're like, oh shit. I never thought of that. Mm. But that means means the snail's got a plan, that though. Yeah, do you think the snail's smart enough to do that? You'd move to where, like, Messi lived in Barcelona, wouldn't you? There's no flight plans, but then you're in a jungle, like a fucking wooden area. You can't see now coming to you. There's gotta be Area 51. You're gonna move to Area 51. They'll shoot you before you walk through the door. Next to it, I. You got. You got a lot of money. You got a lot of money. Mm. You could be like government. Can I just plan a house there, like on the edge? Because you're not allowed any planes. I don't like planes flying over my house. Can I just build a house there, and I promise. If you set the border around the like, say, face of my house, the left side of my house, there's a border there that I can't cross. Don't worry. Ball goes over there. Shoot the ball. I'm not bored. Bombing with a missile. I'll not touch it. Here's what I'd do. Here's my genius plan. If it was to ever happen, why go on, Elon? I am your <laughs> first mission to Mars. Do not send a second. What if what if a snail gets on the aircraft? It'd have to get on the aircraft with us. Yeah. Well, I'd be dead before I get on the aircraft then, doesn't matter. If I leave... No, like, if you're sitting there, you're blasting off, you look to your right, and there's a snail on the windscreen, you're like, oh, shit, it's indestructible, so the flames and, like, the power of the aircraft isn't going to hurt it. And it's just like, oh, shit. Yeah, but then you're insinuating that the snail's sticking to the rocket the entire time. Well, yeah, it's indestructible. I'm sure right, it's got no, power. No. Right, wow, wow, wow. Indestructible and the ability to stick to all things is a different thing. Spider-Man did it, leaving the world in the endgame. Spoiler. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Snails can't go up walls. Yeah, they can. No, they can't. Yes, they can. Nah. Do I have to Google it? Google. You know, if you're thinking of this going, yes, they can, Drew. I know. I'd love it for it to be like, no, they actually can't. Common misconception. Right, I typed in can snails. <laughs> can snails. I love Google. Can snails swim? Breathe underwater? See? Hear? Kill people? <laughs> drown? Sleep for three years? Feel pain? Eat pumpkin? Eat tomatoes? Climb walls. Snails climb walls to cool down. Nah, I don't believe it until I see it. Nah, I need to read it. It's in big black bold letters as well. Snails can climb walls to cool down in areas which are long, hot, dry summers. Snails go into summer hibernation called... Uh, I'm not going to say that word. The snails <laughs> climb a wall to the point where they are happy and even seal their cells in a mucus plug. Why didn't you think snails could climb a wall? Why didn't I you? Don't know, I don't know why. I've, I've seen them do it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's the stupid. See why I'm calling you an idiot? Are you dumb? Of course, snails can climb a fucking wall. Do you know what? I'm only ever dumb when you're in a room. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's it. I instantly become a fucking retard. <laughs> You 
commence. Il looks near the climber wall. I think saying, did you know? <laughs> did you know that like a bird can fly? <laughs> Come on, snails can climb a wall. <laughs> Fucking dick. Right, but it can't stick on a wall that's moving fucking oh, 400 uh, miles an hour. I wonder if that's on Google, actually. They've probably never done it, obviously, but... Um, can Should I test it with, like, um, an aeroplane? Yes. Aeroplanes can also move fast. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Do you think I fucked up? What? Do you think I fucked up? What's that? It's a message of hers. What's that? I don't know. I haven't read it. Well, I'll answer this important question first. <laughs> Right, no, that's a question saying, can you get a snail onto a plane? <laughs> Apparently, you allow bring snails as a pet onto a plane. Oh, for fuck's sake. As long as you give notice. What's wrong with people? Can I bring a dead insect on a plane? Who does this? I get a tarantula because a lot of people have tarantulas as pets. Can I bring a pet snail on a plane? What the fuck is wrong with people? If a snail could fly, would it be fast or slow? That's quite a good question. <laughs> that's, that's quite, fuck the fuck the uh, rocket ship shit. <laughs> Depends on how they fly. Would they have wings? I don't know. That's a stupid question at the same time. <laughs> that's like saying if my granny who had wheels should be a bicycle. Someone actually went deaf about this. All oh, right, I'll read then Gino. <laughs> if a snail could fly, would it be fast or slow? It depends on whether the snail is flying with muscles or wings. A flying squirrel or flying lizard can fly very fast by soaring its way down from one tree branch to another. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right? If a snail had extra muscle for moving its own wings, then that would increase its size and slimmer up to a small bird yeah, it'd be like a small bird, really, but a snail. If it had wings. So basically, yes, they would be quick, either or. But if there had to be, like, say, Batman. I think, I think like Batman who can't fly, you would soar. I think the snail's been fucking drummed down to death, yeah. This is, like, the fourth time we've brought up this fucking snail thing I'm gonna get on a, this podcast. I'm going to get a pet snail. What's the average lifespan of a snail? Fuck's sake, man. Average life. Scott, you said you had another uh, thing for us. Oh, you know, after the whole snail talk again. Snail. Two or three years. Or oh, ten years in the wild. Seven's so captivity, two or three years. Fuck me. Right, anyways, what was I saying? Next topic. Oh, yeah. I've just thought about it. It's pretty shit. Basically, uh, I've showed you. So, in Porn Stars, <laughs> recent episode came out. Where Corey, the son of the uh, owner of the shop, um, some guy came in with a shot uh, with a t- uh, with a shirt of Pulisic. Oh man, no, no. Um, and they said he was the American. He was the British. Sorry, 
He was the football version of LeBron James. They said you've got Messi, Ronaldo, then Pulisic. In a, they call him Captain America because he captained the American team, which and apparently he was dead young when he did it. The only reason he did that is because he played in the Bundesliga because no other American player knows what outside of America looks like. That's so, not true. Name five. Brooks, Brad Friedel, Tim Howard, um, Landon Donovan, Clint Dempsey. I get that. <laughs> he do ten. Josie Aldo. Um, Reem, he plays for Bolton Wanderers. Um, I probably can't do ten, you know. If I have enough time, I can probably get it. Um, I give thirty seconds. Fabian Johnson played in the um, uh, Bundesliga. Um, I'm, I'm struggling on eight. It's like you've got to give us some credit here. Um, but Vasa, like, MLS, you get them. Wait, that's that's easy. Um, uh, Lalas, Lexi Lalas, and I need one more. One more, you fucking bastard, and I've got you. <laughs> I've been waiting for you to see Davies, but he's Canadian. No, 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 I know that. Um, oh, another American. I need one more American. Um, Brad Friedel. Yeah, you didn't see him. Fair enough. Ten bitches! <laughs> Anyways, I said Pulisic was like just as good as Messi and Ronaldo. He will be in that point in like the next two years. The cunt doesn't even start for Chelsea. Ryak, who plays for Dortmund. Joe, we're done with that. <laughs> the Dortmund just love Americans. Yeah. I've just realised you need like three Dortmund players. All together there. No, I didn't. Uh, two. Um, you know, it's funny who didn't sure. name Pulisic. Yeah, well, I thought, <laughs> hold on, I thought it was everyone but Pulisic. Oh, right. <laughs> What's the point of naming 10? I mean, if I get Pulisic as a freebie. <laughs> so, um, yes, Joe's football knowledge exquisite again. <laughs> ooh, baby, ooh, baby, ooh, baby. Fuck off, you. Gangster. <laughs> I'm so offended. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, but I saw that. That's fucked. And it, it is the most stupid conversation I've ever seen ever happen. Pulisic is not even anywhere near good enough to be put in a comparison as even one of the best left wingers in the Premier League. For fuck's sake, he's not the best left winger to ever play for Chelsea. <laughs> Right, I'm just gonna have a quick look on you, lad, for one last funny story. Are you ready? Oh, no, we're close it. Um. Okay, I'm gonna keep a hold of that one because that one's fucked. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I think yeah, I think it's gonna be this one, the most recent one I got put on 17 minutes ago. Let's go. Stanford University has developed a toilet that can identify you by your butthole. No, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Apple's ID is something else now. <laughs> Apple's May, ID. No, no. A team of researchers at Stanford University developed a prototype smart toilet with four cameras that can identify 
use as base on their arsehole. Their anal print, they're calling it. <laughs> yes, that's a thing now. Each user of the toilet is identified through their fingerprints and, di and digestive arsehole features in the abdomen. The researchers write that the data is securely stored and analysed as a in a cloud server. I've got to ask. Do you ever think we took technology too far? And if the answer is no, do you ever think it was too far in the wrong direction? Fuck that, innit? Like, where's the hoverboards, man? Back to the Future had us sussed. Well, you heard what, um... What's his face? Um... Oh, uh, Elon Musk. What he said. Oh, He's made a flying car. He's done it. But he said there's so many problems. The cost... And just the thing itself yeah. is useless. Even if you watch them like Futurama, mm -hmm. they've got it right. You know, it always makes that little squeaky sound that way when it moves, it goes yeah. zoom like that. That's what it does, but high pitched all the time. Mm -hmm. He said he couldn't have a flying car on a dog. He said because it would just kick off. But he says the cost of it. He says it probably costs about fifty million per car at the minute. Getting it off the ground, which is fine. He says they had no problem with that and moving it around and all the rest of it. He says that's fine. But the sound it makes is death defying. He says if you sit in the car, says you had the car for like five years, mm. you would lose 70% of your hearing within five years. Here's a question. Do you need a pilot's license for it? That's an interesting question. Because if you do, then it's part of having it. That's interesting. Because if I were to be a pilot... No, it depends how far it gets off the ground. Well, not really. Because Futurama, yeah, they're miles, they can go miles in the air with this. Or, like, in more space movies, but, like... Um, if it goes well, too... No, really, because in Star Wars... On A New Hope... Their car hovers just above the ground... But I don't think they can fly above a building with it. Unless I get told you've got to keep it close to the ground. I don't think they can fly off of it. Because it's got the gravity where it, it... I think it needs to hover so far above the ground. I don't think you need to go too high. I think it's probably about a wheels... Uh, like, maybe... If you've got, like, a normal car... Like, let's say you hover... Like, a fucking... Like, your car. You'll see it, right? Yeah. Let's say you hover that above ground. But the wheel size would probably be something like a Land Rover. Mm. Like, a, a big Land Rover, right? So it's got the big, fat wheels. And you probably hover, like... A mirror off the ground, but you can't go any further than that because I physically won't let you. Because it's got to connect to something to know where the ground is. I mean, all this is really doing is saving money on tyres. Yeah, like the Michelin man's going to be broke as bitch in a couple of years. <laughs> but he says, Elon Musk says, they've made one and they're not going to carry on doing it because there's no point. It, do it doesn't make money sense. And um, he says, the fact that you could lose your hearing. Um, he says, traffic, he says, you're going to have some dumb arse that'll try and f that'll buy one because they've got the money to that doesn't know how to drive properly and will crash it. He says, the cost of fixing it will be millions as well. He's, it's not worth it. He says, at this moment in time, there's no point making flying cars because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, fine. Which is fair enough. I'm cool with that. So I said, why not hoverboard? Yeah, I want a hoverboard. Hoverboard, like from Back to the Future, that'd be cool as mm -hmm. fuck. 
I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to stop it there. We're stopping at the Back of the Future. Good. This is the last podcast before the air closes out. This might be the last podcast if Boris closes with you. It's not. No sleep till <laughs> Nos. No. Raise glasses to the new year. Ching ching. Hello. What's your new year's resolution? To be nicer. Mine is to fuck more bitches and smoke less tobacco. Yeah, mine's to be nicer because <laughs> Josie's I'm a horrible person. He certainly is. No, I best, I best be serious with mine, shall I? I might lose weight. Alright. Which is obvious. Good. Get that top to fit you. Yes. End of the year. By next Christmas, I want that top to fit you. I'm going to have to fucking cut my arms off. Yeah. Stop. My actual bicep was too big for it. Sorry. We'll just kill you, didn't we? Right. Anyways. Have a nice Christmas with your families. Have a brilliant New Year. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Um, and see you all in 2022. Don't forget to tip your way on Christmas. Tip your way tip your staff. Just fucking do it. And uh, check out all social media. Check out TikToks. Uh, they're getting banging at the moment. Scott's pushing it, obviously. Yeah. Mm. See you there, boys and girls. Bye.